all right, it's not about niching down and picking a person. It's about solving a problem. And I want to be the only and obvious solution to somebody's problem. You got a sales problem, Jillian Murphy. You got a marketing problem, Matthew Allen, right? You got a gut health problem, shout out Jetta, right? Jetta! And we think of these people top of mind for a reason. And then, yeah, then we buy from them because like, oh, it's got to be you. Like, I love you. I'm connected to you. Buying from you means something. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses, and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. And we have the babe, Matthew Allen, on the show today. Matthew, I'm so excited that you're back on the show. We had such an incredible first episode on. We also just did a throwback to it as well. And I love your energy. I love having you on the show. So welcome back, my good friend. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah early episode, a replay. Now we're back again. Just I know the babe. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of you. But you know what it also tells me is that my audience loves you. We pay attention to the analytics and they love when you're on the show. So like we're going to bring you back. So there's such a powerful combination between marketing and sales. And I think that that's why people love when we talk about this together. So let's dive in. But if people don't know who you are, we have a lot of new listeners. We have a lot of new people in our world. Like who is Matthew Allen? Give us like the 411. Mm, I am somebody who believes that you should go after what you really love in life, speak your truth, and not let anything hold you back. That's who I really am at the core. And that's what led me from like a civil engineer to quitting, moving to Colorado to be a personal trainer, and then leaning into photography and getting obsessed with branding and marketing. And I just don't want anyone to look back on their life and have lived for someone else or have not done something because of the fear of what other people think. And I think that relates a lot to messaging. I, that's why I think I'm like, if you can speak your truth online, you can do it anywhere, you know, and yeah. you can show up more confidently in any rooms, maybe even, you know, on the holidays with your family, like stand in your truth a little bit more. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, a lot of people know us, a lot of people don't, but like you have been such an intricate role of even like my own personal journey of like moving and speaking my truth and saying like, this is what I want and this is what I don't want in life. And it's even allowed me to show up differently, even in my own content, in my own messaging. And while I'm not as great as messaging and marketing as Matthew, when it comes to like the reels and the videos, it's allowed me to really stand in my truth of like who I am, what I want, what I don't want, what I'm going to tolerate and all those things. So just like, I just want to like edify you so much on the show because you really are leading the way in so many different angles of what you do. Yeah, thank you so much. And and we were talking a little bit, but yeah, like you move into Arizona and the Be Her Now movement, like I would love to talk about that because this is like, this is what sets you apart of you like standing for something, standing in your truth. What does it mean to be her now? And then 
that doesn't really have anything to do with being a sales queen, Mm-mm. but it has everything to do with you building your brand and people are buying from you. Like you're not the richest sales coach out there, right? There's people who yeah. make more money than you. So why do people hire you? It's because of you. It's because of the Be Her Now movement. It's because of everything you stand for, you know, the the health problems that you have and working on that stuff and still showing up. It's like you are a leader for your community. And that's what a lot of these babes are buying. It's not just, it, it's a combo. And I, you know, that's what I really love to talk about is like, they have a problem, sales. Well, mm-hmm. you're the sales queen. Bam. We buy from people because they solve a problem. But we buy from you because of you, right? There's an emotional connection. So mm-hmm. if we have a sales problem, if it, if it had nothing to do with an emotional factor, then we would just buy from the sales queen who has the most followers and it might not be you mm-hmm. or the sales who has the biggest reputation or whatever. But yeah. that's not why we buy. We buy from an emotional standpoint. Yeah. And I love that even from like a messaging and marketing standpoint, because I think even like my own personal messaging and marketing has changed so much over the last year, because I thought for so long it had to just be like, I had to just give so much, like I had to show so much that I knew about sales, like three tips of growing your lead magnet or seven ways to handle objections or all of these things. And the more that I actually don't just lead with that, but lead with who I am as a human, that's actually where like, I've gotten more saves and likes and more people actually following me as a human. And then through that, the connectivity is where I've actually gotten more of like the dream client. So I'd actually love for you to share with like what that actually means from a marketing standpoint, because I know what it means, but you're the marketing man. Yeah. So, okay. So when I started the business, the online business, 2020 pandemic forced me to go online. I was obsessed with branding. My first program was the brand framework. It was terrible. It was so bad. But I love branding and that's what I want, wanted to lean into. And then I took a business course and they said, niche down, right? We've all heard it, it got a niche down. So it's like, pick this dream magical client. And so I picked personal trainers because I was one, but I also had this love for photography and branding. So I was like, all right, I could help the photographer build their business. And it's like, what we get into is pick this avatar and then solve all their problems. At least that's what it felt like for me, right? So yeah. I'm showing up on social media talking about SIP. And I love all this stuff. And I would say I'm good at all of it, but I'm talking about sales, mindset, niching down, offer creation, increasing your prices, marketing mindset that I sell already, like all the things that I could, that I've gone through that I'm going to possibly teach. And so I did that. And I I was talking to personal trainers, like talk to personal trainers, solve all their problems. And it gets to the end of 2021. And I've been doing this for a year and I've had some successful launches, but I'm like, when I do these free you know, master classes, no one's really signing up. Like I have to be yeah. in the DMs and invite people. When is it going to be people in my DMs reaching out to me? And I'm going through this frustrating experience of like, I'm doing everything everyone says, this isn't working. Get to the end of 2021 and I'm about to launch the Personal Trainer Business Accelerator, my signature program for the f- fifth or sixth time. And I'm like, I don't even like this. I'm not a personal trainer anymore. I don't want to keep talking to this ideal client avatar. Like, ah, uh, so I was so frustrated. And then comes 2022. And I've been following this guy, knees over toes guy for a while. He's oh my God, I love when you, I love when you talk about this guy. Okay. He's got 2 million followers. He cures your knee pain, but following this guy for a while. And I start running and training for my first 40 mile ultra marathon. And while I'm training, one day I like feel this twinge in my knee and I'm like, oh no, I've had a little bit of knee stuff when I did CrossFit. So my first thought is 
I got to take care of this knee problem before it's a serious problem. And then my very next thought is I should just hire knees over toes guy. I should just download his program. It's like 50 bucks a month. And all of a sudden it hit me and I'm like, whoa, how did I have this problem and immediately think of this guy to solve my problem? And I remember I was like, I finished my run. I ran home. I got that on my desk. I'm like, wait, there's something here. And I looked at all my last purchases. I was like, my Nike shoes, I could buy any shoe. Why did I buy Nike? Because putting on that swoosh means something. And I looked over at my truck and I'm like, I'm not a car guy, but I had a problem. I needed a car, right? So my brother, he's more of a car guy. He took me shopping and I couldn't buy a white car because my brother hated white cars. And I just kind of trusted to buy whatever car he said to buy. So it's like, I didn't buy, like I had a need. I had a problem, buy a car. What car do I buy? Well, like my brother influenced my purchasing. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't anything else because this is the best car. You know, it was my brother who really influenced that. And I was looking at all these things. You know, I had this protein powder, Nick Bear. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not the, I don't know if it's the best protein powder. Right. It doesn't matter. It's Nick Bear's protein powder. It's mm-hmm. BPS. That's what I want on my shelf. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay. So we buy things because they solve a problem. Yeah. But we buy your thing because we're emotionally connected to it. And yeah. So, why do I have over 25 pairs of Air Jordans? Right. When, yeah. When I could exactly. literally buy like a no, pair of like, dollars sneakers. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Because wearing yeah. the Jordans means something. And yeah. it's a style. I even saw you repost on your story. Somebody bought Air Jordans. Yeah. Right. And that to you. So it's like these little emotional. And that's like a great example. So it's all these emotional connections we have to buying certain things. And so I'm like, all right, it's not about niching down and picking a person. It's about solving a problem. And I want to be the only and obvious solution to somebody's problem. You got a sales problem, Jillian Murphy. You got a marketing problem, Matthew Allen, right? You got a gut health problem, shout out Jetta, right? Jetta! And we think of these people top of mind for a reason. And then, yeah, and then we buy from them because like, oh, it's got to be you. Like, I love you. I'm connected to you. Buying from you means something, right? Especially you with your your brand of Be Here Now. Like, it says something that I work with Jillian Murphy when I could have worked with any sales coach. Mm-hmm. No, I, I love that. I think I think that that's so powerful. And I think something that people are missing is that human element, especially in their marketing. I think that they're just like they're trying to be like just so educational all the time or they're really missing that like human connection. Right. Like they're missing that thing. And I think that there's a lot of fear behind like putting themselves online or really showing the humanness of you. But they're they're really forgetting that that humanness is what brings people to it. Right. Like. Yeah. I'm connected to Matthew Allen. Like I want to like be his like friend. Right. And I say this all the time, like the women that buy from me and the men that buy from me, like we're like connected as humans first. So why do you think that when it comes to marketing, so many men and women like are missing this gap of like the connectivity? Do you think they don't know how to do it? They think that like, like, what do you think it is? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things and it's probably individualized per person, like fear of if I go more narrow, that I'm going to lose all these people. It's like, well, you don't need all these people. You, need, you don't like, need all these people. And you clients. serve all 5,000 people that are following you right now? No. Yeah. You need, you know, maybe depending on your offer, you sell a $2,000 offer. Oh God, quick math. You get 50 clients, yeah. right? You make hundred K. So you don't need yeah. everyone and you don't want everyone just like dating. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to have sex with anyone. I have a type <laughs> and that's fine. You can have a type and I like working with certain people. And so when I show more of me that I'm like intellectual and <laughs> I hate that I just said that, but like I meditate, <laughs> you know, and I'm thoughtful yeah. and, you know, I'm not just like a gym bro. Like it goes deeper than that. So who do I yeah. attract? 
I attract people like that. I attract these people who've done therapy and are into the woo woo stuff, but also have done CrossFit. And there's this nice meld. Like I don't, yeah, I don't get the gym bros. I don't get video gamers who want to build their business. I don't don't get those people. And that's great. And Mm so, and then it's more fun for me. So like, I'll I'll give you an example of like actually how to do this. Yeah. Let's say like a lot of people, they get too broad, right? It's like, are you stressed out? Here's three Mm -hmm. ways to be less stressed. I'll tell you something. Actually being more general will help you go viral. Mm-hmm. But I just know I'm, I won't call this person out because I heard it from a friend. So I don't want to go beyond bounds, but there's this celebrity who has 24 yeah. million followers release this brand. That's kind of off brand for them. It's a different product than what they're yep. known for. Can't sell it. hundred percent. They're not doing well. So it doesn't no. matter. You go viral of 24 million followers. I, I have a post coming out that says virality does not equal sales. As, yeah. I, I literally have, I have a post coming out. I kind of just made it for me yesterday. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we see it like, oh, it's kind of general post gets viral, but it doesn't grow their business, doesn't make them money. So no. I'd rather you get more specific. So again, if you go back to stress, like all right, three ways to be less stressed. It's like, yeah. we're all stressed, stressed about what? And then you can use your examples of your life. Like how specific can you get? Like, yeah. I just made this uh, inner dialogue real that gets so much engagement. People like this resonates so much because- mm-hmm. I am stressed out about being challenged by launching my membership because I feel like I need to work more, but I don't want to work more. I want to play more, but I, my whole life has been work harder and more success, but like, I'm trying to break that narrative, literally walk through this thought of like how I'm launching this product and like, you know, all these specifics and that's what resonates. And that's what starts to build a deeper connection with people and go, Mm -hmm. Matt gets it. Matt's just like me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have a messaging problem. Who do I hire? You know, Brock, Johnson or someone with a hundred thousand followers who I know nothing about right. or this guy who really gets me and has been through it. Yeah. I just, I just did a, I just did a post like that recently too. And it said, if you said like any of these three things to yourself in the last month, like I've said them too. And it was like, I wonder if DoorDash is hiring. I wonder yeah. if I should get a job at target over the holidays or there was like something else. And so many of my clients were like, I've literally said all of these things to myself. And I'm like, and so have I. So like I get them, right? Like I'm literally walking the same walk. Just like if I have a bad sales month, I'm going to literally say like September was a fucking nightmare and I'm right there with you. Or I also lose clients or I like I also have whatever because when you have that connectivity to people, they also see themselves in you. And that's so important to do that versus the sales coach who looks like they've never ever lost a sale or they don't get where you're coming from, right? Like Yeah. Like I was literally talking to one of my friends the other day and I was like, I'm in Arizona and I'm super bored at night. I wonder if I should be like a door dasher. And then she was like, you should make that a piece of content because Mm -hmm. like if you, if that literally just came out of your mouth, your clients are thinking the same thing. And I was like, all right. And that, that piece of content got me so many DMS. And you know, what's funny. This is what I love about this, the specific stuff, because I saw that post, loved it. And I was like, you said it, should I be a dasher? I'm like, what's a dasher? I'm like, oh, door dash. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's not what I thought. But not only have I thought it, I've done it. I've Ubered before. Yeah. When I, when I, you know, when I was not doing so well. And so even though it wasn't DoorDash, for me, it was mm-hmm. Uber. I find myself in the story. Yeah. This is like storytelling 101. Mm-hmm. We as humans have been telling stories for, I think the first story was a caveman drawing, like, 200,000 years ago. Yeah. And so we've been telling stories to relate to people forever. And what happens is like, I was, I don't know if I talked about this last podcast, but you think about Lion King, Mm -hmm. 
Y'all love Lion King. None of us are a little baby cub in Africa trying to be the king of the jungle. That's none of our stories. Mm-hmm. If you are a lion and you're listening to this, I would love to talk with you. None of us are. Simba, let us know our DMs. Yeah, please do. That'd be sick. And probably voice note because I don't know how you're going to type with pads. <laughs> with your anyway, paws. Yeah. But like we find ourselves in stories. We all know what it's like to question if we're capable of our parents' dreams for us or if we even want that in the first place or mm-hmm. we've all lost a parent, right? Our evil Uncle Scar hasn't thrown our dad off a cliff and got stampeded by wildebeest. No, that's probably not our story, but we know what it's like to lose someone, to be at a funeral, to be over their body, like missing them and crying. And that's what Simba does, right? With Mufasa. Mm-hmm. And we don't, you know, our best friends aren't a meerkat and a warthog who sing us Hakuna Matata when we're feeling bad, but we all have friends who have picked us up when we feel bad. So we just naturally find ourselves in these specifics, in these stories. And that's what builds connection and relates. And that's why we love these movies and why we cry at the end of them because we're emotionally connected because we found ourselves in them. Yeah. Can we just give it up for Matt? Like who just literally just told us the whole Lion King movie. And there's probably not another guy that could like literally do that. And like, this is why I'm obsessed with you right here. There's like 20 more examples in that movie oh of like, <laughs> of Rafiki spreading Coke. You know, that's your mentor, your, your guide yeah. who's spreading coconut juice on your head. We our mentor is not an ape who spread coconut juice on her head, but it's somebody yeah. who gave us great advice and got us back on track, right? There's yeah. Lion King's a great example. Disney crushes that. But I love it. Think of any of your favorite movie. Like your favorite movie is not your life, but you love it because you find yourself in it. Yeah. It's probably why I watch The Notebook every day because I'm like, where's my Ryan Gosling? <laughs> Jason, yeah, don't listen yeah, yeah. To, Jason, don't listen to this podcast episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you're in Arizona, right? And you miss him. So yeah, like you're, yeah. you're feel. So you're like... Oh, it, there's nothing better than feeling seen and yeah. connected. And that I was just talking to some of my clients, like, what's the value you're providing? We're like, well, I was trying to educate. I'm like, educating is the lowest form of value. Mm-hmm. We have Google. We can learn anything we want. Human connection is the highest form of value. So yeah, when you mm-hmm. show people, like I was sitting here thinking about door dashing, they're like, oh my God, you too? I thought I was alone. I thought I was the only one struggling in my business. Like, oh my mm-hmm. God, Right. Now I feel connected to you. Now we have a bond and there's mm-hmm. safety and trust. And who do I want to yeah. work with? The person I trust and I feel safe with that I can share my shit with so they can help me move through it. They can also be like, hey, Jillian, I also thought about door dashing. So like, I know you get me. Yeah, yeah I, I love right, that. Exactly. So I think that there's a lot of people, especially like that are in our world and our communities that like follow you and they're like, Matt is so good at what he does, right? Like he's so good at videos. He's so good at content. He's so good at messaging. Like I'm over here at like step number one and Matt's at like step a thousand. So like, how do I get to be a good storyteller? How do I get better at messaging? How do I get better at content? Cause I know that's me and you know, this. like, I look at my phone and I'm like, what the fuck do I even say today? So how does someone get to Matt level of even like starting to tell the story or getting better at messaging and marketing? It's the advice nobody wants to hear. Jillian, were you always good at sales? No. I used to get like literally like armpit sweat and I would go into the store and I'd be like, okay, the guy's name is Ron. And I would be like, oh, is Tom here today? And they'd be (laughs) like, oh, we don't have a Tom. I'd be like, okay, thanks. Bye. And I would literally leave. Like I would ask for the wrong person on purpose so I wouldn't have to make the sale. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Then you can tell your boss, yeah, Tom wasn't there. It's like, it's I'm like, wild. he wasn't there. Or they'd be like, oh, he leaves at four. I'd be, I'd go in at like 4.15. Yeah. I did like everything in the book to like not have to make sales calls back in the day. Yeah. And now, of course, 20 plus years later, you're the sales queen. Yeah. So yeah, it's practice. And I'm obsessed with cold so, calling. Yeah. Yeah. But also you had mentors, right? To teach mm-hmm. you. And, and you even 
I know that you got from your mentors, this masculine way of selling. And you're like, I'm not going to do it this way. I'm going to do it my way. And that's the key. I just thought of that on the spot, but that is the key. You're trying to do content everybody else's way. And you're new at it. And you're like, look at Matt with all the B-roll and all this stuff. It's like, first of all, I didn't start that way. Second of all, I have an editor who does shout out Matt, the editor. Matt, the editor. We love you, Matt, the editor. He does some of my content, but not all of it. And I actually had a client ask me like, why do you have an editor? Like, should we have an editor? I'm like, no, I have an editor because I have these like crazy ideas that I want to bring to life. That's just because that's my fun creativity. And that's the way I like to do things, but I don't have time. That's how your brain works. Yeah. And I don't have two hours to edit it. Like I know how, but I don't have two hours to edit. So I hire someone, but the messaging is on point, you know? And, and so going back to like, you learn from your mentors, you practice sales, you got good at it. And then you learn how to do it yourself and do your own way. Like this is everything, right? Our fitness journey. I thought I had to run. I hate running. Oh, I found CrossFit. I love CrossFit or whatever it is, right? You start and you figure out the way you like to do it. It's very likely people who are doing content are trying to copy someone else or do it that person's way. And I think that's actually good. Like that's how I became a good photographer. Copied other people's photos in New York City, try to replicate them exactly. And then I realized I don't like this style. Ooh, I like doing this. I like using this lens. You know, I like shots at night. Oh, I'm actually like, I like shadows. Like that's whatever, you know? And so I figured it out as I went. And as I figured it out, I became a better photographer. And so it's the same thing. It's everything in life. Like practice it. Yeah. Steal like an artist, copy some people and see what you like and see what energizes you. And like for you selling, like all the guys wasn't energizing, wasn't working. So you had to develop your own style And that's Mm -hmm. the same for content, like try some stuff out. You'll start to develop your own style, your own voice, your own language, but people just aren't giving themselves the space and the practice to do that. I love that. So speaking of the space and practice to do that, how do people begin space and practice to do that in your world? That's a great tee up. Beautiful transition. (laughs) You've done this. You've had practice, haven't you? It's like, it's Uh, like, it's like I'm a podcaster, right? Yeah. So I I will give a real answer first before I just go on and promote my thing. But yeah, you know, I was, I was writing my sales page for my membership and I sat down to, to, it's like in, okay. I sat down to write in a coffee shop and I was like all in my head. I'm like, this is awful. It's so wordy. It's so bad. I'm going to go for a run. And then on my run, no headphones, bleed silence. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, this is what people want. Oh, this is how to say it. Oh, this is good. And so I went back to my sales page, my document and fixed up the language a little bit. And then I sat with it more for another few days. And I was like, oh, here's another thing I should include. Like, this is what people really want. And I think what people do, it's like in college, the paper's due in two months. When do you start the paper? A week before, if you're lucky. But you knew if you started two months ago and had three edits and gave it to your teacher to redline and your friend to redline, that it would be a way better paper, right? Mm -hmm. With each piece of content, it's always like, oh shit, I haven't posted in four days. I just have to get this out. And Mm -hmm. you wonder why it's bad because you're not giving yourself time to like sit with it, be creative, to have fun with it. Like you're just rushing, rushing, rushing and nothing is fun when we're forcing and rushing. So the real answer is like, give yourself some time, write a post. Guess what? If you haven't posted in five days, posting tomorrow is not going to matter. Give it a few more days, you know, and sit with it. And you'll be like, oh, this is a good hook. You know, oh, this is what I really want to say. I can, I realize I'm blabbering on here. Let me like, let me take this part out. I could be more concise. And so you give yourself space to be creative, to have fun with it instead of rushing and forcing. So that's like the real answer. The answer you want is to join my membership growth. Yes, growth. I want to hear all about growth. 
Yeah. So it launches on the 30th. You are an affiliate with me. So yes. it'll be a link in the show notes yep. for you all to sign up through Jillian and special, beautiful things happen when you sign up with affiliates yes. and some extra stuff and bonuses that will be offered with Jillian and I, which is super fun. But yeah, power of collaboration, you guys too. Like there's such, so much power in partnerships and collaboration. And, and yeah, what, and what we talk about is like, I'm always like, yeah, people should work with both of us and have, mm-hmm. we've had clients who do really well that have worked with both of us to like come to you for sales, come to me for messaging and you're good. You're good to go, you know? Yeah. So it's like be in Jillian's membership, sales queen mm-hmm. collective, right? Yep. In Jillian's membership, being my membership, you got sales and marketing, you're good to go. But yeah, anyway, launches October 30th. And there is just drip training, slowly helping you. We're not rushing this. Mm-hmm. This is not a go viral your business changes. We already talked about no. how that doesn't work. Just this like is sales not- is not quick, you guys, either. Yeah. It takes you time. Nurture, you nurture people, right? So same idea. You come in and you slowly build what I like to say is like this lifetime brand mm-hmm. that you get to become the only and obvious solution to your ideal client's problem. So like me, when I was running in my knee hurt, I immediately thought knees over toes guy. I want your ideal client to do the same thing. I don't want them to Google a sales coach. I want them to immediately think of Jillian Murphy. So we're slowly building this brand that positions you as the only and obvious solution to your ideal client's problem while incorporating all of you into it. You're multi-passionate people, right? You see me going for my trail runs. You see me with Telly. And Natalie, you see me playing baseball. You see these parts of me that are go beyond messaging so that I develop this emotional connection with you because that's why we really buy, like we talked about. So we're really being patient and taking time in this membership as you learn how to do that. What does it mean? What is my lifetime brand? How do I put that into a piece of content? How do I position myself as the only and obvious solution to my ideal client's problem and all that stuff? And we just really make content fun and get excited. Like I hate that people hate marketing. I'm like, you hate talking about the thing you love? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a disconnection here. This gets to be really fun. And this gets to be this thing you, like you're going to be an entrepreneur for a decade, two, three, four decades. Mm-hmm. Then you want to market. You want to learn how to market yourself and talk about this thing with authority and with excitement. And that's what I want to bring to people inside of growth. So I'm super excited to launch it. Amazing. You guys, it's going to be incredible. I'm super excited to be an affiliate. There's very few things that I'm an affiliate with. There's very few things I put my name on. Um, I'm such a fan of Matt. I'm such a fan of everything that Matt does. We have shared many mutual clients. They have gotten such great results when they master their marketing, then they can master their sales. So go into the show notes, check out growth, get a seat inside of it. It's going to be incredible. And I'm excited to do this thing with Matt and get it off the ground with him. So Matthew, thank you so much for being on the show today. I can't wait to be in there, see everything that's going on and continue to watch you grow and soar. I love you, my friend. I love you too, Jillian. Thank you so much. We are the next Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey duo. (laughs) We are. We are totally them. Also, were you super proud of my Taylor Swift post? I talked about repurposing content and how much she made on that. That was so good. It it gave me more ideas. I was like thinking about you the whole time I was writing it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was so good. I loved it. (laughs) All right. Thank you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. 
It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.